0: Hi, I'm Andrew, an entrepreneur and a computer science student
1: Hi, I'm Vareen, a psychology major student
0: And you're now listening to the Ink Thoughts Podcast Where we ponder and talk about incongruous thoughts Ranging from our daily life to the human mind Hey everyone, welcome back to the InkTots Thoughts Podcast So how are you
1: Vareen? Hello everyone um, I, I'm doing fine just at, at the... I mean right now, I'm a bit nervous but exciting <laughs>
0: Okay yes uh Verena is n- nervous for a reason because today we have a guest on the pod actually uh someone that I actually know for quite some time because I first got to know him through the not overthinking podcast and listening to him ex- especially one particular idea which I was really impressed so it was about actually buying buying house for your sibling so that you know since you are like let's say if you are able to live fine you, you are in a financial freedom path already you can just try to make sure that your siblings can kind of do the same they don't have to worry about getting a roof above their head so today over here we have paul millet on the podcast so hi paul how are you and would you like to you know share a bit of your background to the audience sure
2: yeah happy to uh, chat with you uh, don't be don't be nervous i'm just <laughs> another i'm just another person um <laughs> so so my background um Of note here is probably uh, i worked for about 10 years in strategy consulting and uh, left in 2017 to chart my own path Um, didn't really expect what was what i was about to embark on when i quit my job and for the past five years i've been writing about my relationship to work uh, exploring uh, what others are telling me in conversations i have with them And recently published a book earlier this year called *The Pathless Path*, talking about uh, my story and uh, a lot of those things I've learned.
0: Amazing, yeah. That that uh, I saw that book as well. It's it's on my reading list, but I'm just working on my reading habit right now. It's something that I want to read read soon in the future as well. It's it's something that's really interesting. So, yes. Um, man, what? uh, Like, like. Because the, the most interesting thing I found about like when, when I listened to the podcast and then like I read about your blog or something, because, like, like, what are you actually currently working
2: on? How would you describe the things that you're working on right now? <laughs> right now, I, I write. Um, I write because I love writing. Uh, and I've only made money writing for the first time this year. Uh, but it's something, probably four or five years ago, I realized that uh, made me feel alive, made me feel connected to myself, the world, um, and was something I sort of needed to protect and have as part of my life. Um, then I try to earn money to fund that life. Um, so I do a bit of coaching and teaching um, some of my former skills of strategy consulting to um, knowledge, uh, knowledge work teams um, in corporate and small consulting firms. So, uh, so do a bit of that, but it's not uh my main focus. Um my main energy focus is probably like my writing, um my boundless newsletter and the book and uh things like that.
0: Hmm. That's cool. That's cool. But yeah, like like um so um the interesting part is that you know, you 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 work in like ten years in strategy consulting and then like you just had like what what is the the point that made you think that yeah i should stop like maybe working like in the corporate world and then like you know just jump out and like start doing things on my own start figuring out maybe figure out my life something like that
2: it wasn't really a point Mm. and this is what i talk about in my book it was always this orientation i had towards work which was a question what what are we doing here why Why are grown men and women pretending like this stuff uh, is so important when so much of it is clearly not? Um, And eventually, most people learn to just ignore that question or come up with an answer. Well, what are you supposed to do? Just not work. Um, And so that was always the, the question lingering in the back of my head. Um, eventually through like experiments on the side I jumped around job to job I pr- I worked five full-time jobs in ten years and took two years to go to grad school I just kept jumping around um, and what I was seeking was oh I'll find my dream job the next job will be it um, and I, I definitely enjoyed what I was doing but I sort of was seeking an experience or a state of being which would tell me, okay, I finally arrived. Unfortunately, I never found that. And I tell people I sort of ran out of moves. So I quit to become a freelancer is another one of those moves. Oh, maybe a freelancer, I'll be happy. What I experienced when I left to become a freelancer was not that, oh, this is it. It was that the space that opened up in my life with the increased freedom and flexibility told me that there was a different way of being that was possible mm-hmm. and that set, state of being was sort of what i wanted to build my life around
1: okay, okay um just so when you say um you started the uh, being a freelancer so i actually have a few friends um doing freelance at the moment so um, what they actually told me is that um uh they they have an insecurity when they don't have any job um, being pre-planned and all do you have the same feeling um, when you first started out f- being a freelancer
2: I still have it I'm not sure how I'll make money 6 months mm-hmm. from now um but I'm not sure where it's written that you're allowed to be free of this feeling like mm-hmm. uncertainty is part of life um mm-hmm. However, we've entered into a mass agreement that if I work a full-time job and you work a full-time job, we'll pretend like life is not uncertain. And that is what employment does for a lot of people. Because so many people do it, it is the default path. Um, So we've entered into this agreement of saying like, okay, life is scary. If you do the job thing, I do the job thing. And so many people do the job thing. We can sort of pretend like we have it all figured out. <laughs> right? Um, uh, yeah. So, th- unfortunately, the uncertainty is underneath. And a lot of people feel this. They say, I know I should be happy. I have a good job. I have good pay. This is what every everything is telling me. I, I am happy. But, like, something is off and I don't understand it. That's something that is off is typically that, like, oh, there is this uncertainty, and the job or the way I'm structuring my life doesn't actually solve it. But it's really hard to see that when everyone else is kind of just like going along and doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay.
0: I guess. I guess one thing is because you know, because um, of course we, uh, as humans, we tend to just care too much about outcomes. We we, we we like to see like like what we think as success so like of course because like too many people go on to like like the employment path going on securing a job or something and then we just see that of course many of them ended up with like good proper lives but but not many like there's not too many examples that uh especially even within our family that you know do freelancers and everything and then turn out to be what socially accepted as successful so that's why it just pushes many people into thinking like you know like yeah, like employment is the way to go if you don't want to like starve and die in the next 10 years or something. <laughs> but in fact, it's actually like f- freelancing is probably like the same thing as well and it probably makes you move even better because um you you have that uh, uncertainty that possibly push you further, you know, try to improve yourself, do more things, make sure that you are more secure in different ways that makes you vote more valuable. That's like would you agree on this? <laughs>
2: The, I don't think we want outcomes. I think outcomes tempt us and are very, um, is, outcomes are very tempting when we're young and we have no idea what we're doing. Um, and society tells you that the most important thing is to pick a path. Right. Mm-hmm. You need to start pretending that the path is what you want to stay on for the rest of your life. And that will give you the evidence that everything in your life is going well. Right. It gives you a story. Right. But as we get older, those paths become less clear. They be, they reveal themselves to not be a path at all. Um, mm-hmm. We change our minds about what we want to do. We go through transitions and things like that. Um Eventually, most people realize that like what they want is not the outcomes. What they want is a sort of life, a way of setting up their life, which helps them feel connected to themselves, feels challenged, uh, feels inspired. Um, Generally, the day-to-day experience of life and the story we tell ourselves about that, right? Um, The reason so many structured paths work well early on in people's lives is that they often are structured and challenging. You enter the workforce in the first few years, it's very challenging. You're learning a lot. Um, you sort of just work for two years and then you get promoted, right? And you think for the rest of your life, oh, that—that that is how life will go. I'll just work hard, I'll learn a lot, and then I'll get promoted. What happened to me is I loved consulting at first. But then over time, the learning shifted from learn how to do these skills and become better at things, to learn how to fit in and please the bosses, right? Um, That was not how I wanted to spend my time on this earth. And it destroyed me. Like, I I couldn't do that. Um, But the biggest problem was I didn't have an imagination of another possible life.
0: Mm. Okay. Okay, okay. I mean, like, yeah, I because, well, um, I guess uh, I am lucky in a way that I've only actually got a f- one proper job. I have only gotten one proper job throughout. Like, I'm actually now 22, so I only had one internship. Then I started my own company, so I, I got the feeling of how... Um, how much I'm able to be in control and how much I'm able to do more things when i'm uh, doing company then I started uh, my YouTube, worked on this podcast, went back to study for a year, and now i'm only stepping into my my second proper job but of course, for my friends who are because I took a gap year when when I was starting my company for my friends they uh, they graduated a year before me. I hear that yeah sometimes they they they've, they've lost the fire in them while, while working because. They, Already they realize at that at twenty two uh yeah, yeah, actually, actually, like just That's recently a friend.
2: Yeah, because um Why? Like what uh, what are they why are they doing this? Like uh, the, the thing is like <laughs> you also need to like understand, like, right, there are enormous pressures to fit in mm-hmm. and please people, right? We we think um a lot of people in previous generations have this scarcity mindset of like, don't take any risks in life. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people adopt that script because they don't have any other sense of what their lives could be. So a lot of people are like, well, what will people think of me if I do this other thing? And it's like, well, people might think you suck, but you might actually find a path worth being on. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that's I guess that's another thing about the. Uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not blaming the Asian community, but I because uh, like I'll say that uh, within the Asian culture, we are more we are more of a. We're more of a collectivism culture So we care more about You know Like community and everything So it's not more Not so much individualistic Like like in the western So we care more about How our parents think More about What our neighbours say Something like that So it's harder to To not conform With with, with our community Not not do what what Our community do So when Especially when we step out of, Of our comfort zone And something It's Hardly do we get any support or any praise and people just have uh, you know look at you weirdly and thinking like so what are you doing now like uh, are you ever having fun making making videos or like 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 you're doing this podcasting so like you know what uh, what are you actually creating? Is it earning any money like like, like, like you just speak of random topics on the internet and <laughs> what, what do you expect to do? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the funny thing, but but of course I'm glad that uh even though like like through the, like previous episode I said that, you know, like Why I discussed do do about it? how my pardon? What? Why do you do it? Actually a very simple reason. Uh I, I uh I'll start with podcast. Podcast is more uh of a very simple reason. I because the first podcast which I actually like put an effort into listening is the Not Overthinking Podcast. Uh amazing podcast. And I was listening it Every time when I when I was back in Malaysia last year I was like some every week I'll just drive to Verine's place and then like pick her up <laughs> bring her to to my place you know uh, have a date or something and uh, during that that journey I'll just listen to that podcast and because their podcast is a really simple one they they are just two brothers speaking about random topics they thought about and then mm. it just struck me like you know because there's this funny thing between me and Vereen, that we speak a lot we we can't have conversations for hours about random topics every day which is a good thing but I was like you know like uh, since we're talking so much like and, and some, some of the topics are really interesting yeah so we're like why not we just um, kind of like add a bit more value to it by, by you know trying out to make it on, onto a podcast and at that time I know that I'm gonna come to the UK I'm gonna study in the UK so uh, we're gonna enter a long distance relationship so I'm like you know having this weekly commitment where we we talk we talk, uh, we, we talk talk on a podcast you know publish it I guess it it forces to have something that we're working together like forces to have a certain alignment on our mindset on certain things so you know it just worked that out and yeah that, that's how we just did it uh, because the thing is like podcast is actually quite low commitment especially if we are doing to get I'm doing together with Vareen we don't need to find guests or anything so it's pretty much very easy just turn on our laptop we just record and talk for an hour and then after that <laughs> we'll just pop it online. (laughs) Yeah, we don't care whether people listen to it, we just do some simple sharing. If people listen, why not? If people don't, yep, uh, I mean, we we did something, it's cool. But, uh, after that, I did, uh, I I find that, you know, it's cool doing this, you know, rarely people do this, but I just find that if I, because like, throughout this year, I've, absorb a lot of different new perspective ideologies from different people I find that the uh, one 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 important mindset that I gain is that in order to be creative we don't think out of the box instead we widen our box uh, so we, we get more experiences that's how we can be more creative so if one simple thing that I can do is if I continue doing this podcast consistently for the next 20, 30, 40 years um, it will be a norm for my children to think that, you know, like doing podcasts is a normal thing, like cre- creating stuff is normal because, you know, my dad is doing it even for my grandchild looking at my, me, uh, like, look at my grandpa <laughs> like doing this podcasting, it's a totally normal thing, like it's built in their <laughs> mindset, Like you know, like <laughs> it's okay to just do all this kind of stuff, it's not weird, you know, it's not weird to, to put yourself out there, you know, show show yourself, like share about your life, share about your your ideas and all that, yeah, so that's like what I think of doing it why do i want to do it now consistently like for my for the rest of my life
2: <laughs> <laughs> awesome what about you Vareen?
1: actually actually for me um i don't have such a like big dream or what because mm. yeah for me it's more about like working on myself because uh, that's great uh, i'm i'm i'll say until today, I'm still quite a shy person, and mm, <laughs> we're both shy. And, um, I say. Like, oh, yeah, we're both
0: <laughs> really shy. We're introverts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's it's not very easy for me to like just um, meet a person and speak a lot and talk about something random. So yeah, um, for me, it's um, a way for me to really brush up my skills and oh <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, like. I love what you said, Andrew. You're just like, why not, right? Yeah. Well, the fact is, many people have an answer to that question. They say, well, you shouldn't do things if you can't make money, if it's not for something. The fact is, like, what you're doing is you're sort of like planting a flag and you're saying, like, why not do something for the sake of itself, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you had a lot of fancy explanations. I don't think those are the real explanations. (laughs) It sounded like you're just curious like you're just curious to like try stuff and see what happens like yeah that's curiosity right you're curious right and like this this is great information because the world demands stories the world demands reasons why are you doing this are you gonna try and make money i guarantee somebody's asked you that right Mm -hmm. Who cares if we make money? We're doing it because it's interesting and I'm following that, right? Yeah, exactly. And a thing to notice, like as you get older, like here's how I look at my life now is like, okay, I have this spirit of curiosity and like wanting to be creative. If that starts dying, that is when I hit the panic button, right? That is when you start like freaking out and saying, okay, how do I reinterrupt my life? It's not when you're, like, not making money. It's when you lose, lose that passion for life. That is the risk. Like, that, that's what you're talking about when you're talking about your grandchildren. You're really aspiring to be somebody <laughs> later in life that is still energized and connected to what you're doing. Um, right? And, like, that's what you're saying, too, Vereen, is, like, I want to grow as a person. I want to be somebody that continues to grow and change and lean into that. I read about this in my book, but like we basically grow and change throughout our entire lives, but we pretend like we have to figure everything out by like age 30. (laughs) It's not true. We change way more than we expect. So why not actually lean into that change and like do it in a direction that's interesting to us?
0: Okay. So, um, yes, just now you're speaking of, uh, yeah, you know, um, why I did podcasts and everything. So, Yes, um, what about you actually? Uh, like right now you, you love writing books and then like what are your plans so, like for the future? Like what, like, what, what, what do you plan to? I, I, I like one thing of what, that you have written on your Instagram page. So um, you just love to have conversations with people, you know, get to know people, uh, learn about different people's, um, I think like their experiences and something like that. So yes, like, like what are your further plans
2: on this? Anything like that? What did we just talk about? We just talked about not doing stuff for something. Oh. Right. <laughs> um, right. And this is, but this is so common, like everyone wants that. You write a book and then people ask you, well, are you going to write a second book?
0: Okay.
2: Right. Why don't people ask, what is the idea that you're still sitting with from that first book? Mm-hmm. Right. What is the question that's still lingering on your mind, your mind? They just ask, what is When is the second unit coming? It's like, that's really the only question your mind generates. And it, a lot of what I write about is realizing how deep these stories and scripts are in our world. Like our world now is so dominated by work that we are constantly thinking about everything we do in life as something in service of work. Why are you going to school to get a job? Why are you studying this? Because I want to be this kind of profession. Right? Right. Why are you doing this? What is the next thing you want to do? What is the next thing you want to do? Um, it's not about rejecting that. It's just about realizing it's there, and then taking a step back and figuring out, okay, what what are the games you actually want to play?
0: Okay, okay. So like you say that like so uh yeah I I guess uh that's exactly like why you named the book uh. Uh, pathless path, like exactly, <laughs> what uh, what that meant, but I'm just like curious. I don't know. Maybe I'm still. I'm cu- I'm quite at the early age, you know. Actually, uh, something which I realized quite recently. I I like 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 what you said just now. You know, I just like to you know. I'm curious. I like to try stuff. But still, um, what I I have this thing within me is that I tend to do calculated risk. Cause when I was doing yeah. a lot of job assessment and all that. Yeah, what happened was that I realized that I don't actually take I'm not too too much of a risk taker. I realized that whenever I take risk, I do a lot of calculation beforehand, which is <laughs> <laughs> that's why uh like even uh, I guess I I knew that this is quite relatively safe. That's why I do it. Like like from what I've heard about you, you know, just you just do things as uh as you think that like they're suitable you, you don't like care about uh, you, you see what, what happens next like how do you how do you uh do that
2: <laughs> yeah I, I mean i am i'm pretty risk averse too i think mm-hmm. a lot of people see my path as risky um, but what they're really talking about is they don't want to feel uncomfortable I've just moved on from the idea that like life is about avoiding discomfort and optimizing for convenience. That to me is not a fun life, right? A lot of people do want just like a very comfortable life, not have to worry about anything, not have to feel uncomfortable. I've sort of realized that there's wisdom in discomfort. So I, I try to lean into that, but like you don't have to blow up your life, right? This is why, like, when I left my job, I just lowered my cost of living. So, like, my odds of running out of money were basically zero Mm. because I was living on $1,000 a month. Right? Um, And that's actually something, like, I've had to learn to uh, play with a little more. Like, I think I pushed that too risk averse at the beginning. And now I'm learning to, like, make some more strategic bets in areas where, like, okay, I like doing this thing. And there's a good chance it would succeed. How do I actually spend money or invest in it, right? Um, we're we're so eager to like give an give an educational institution like fifty thousand dollars of our money and go into <laughs> go into debt, but like we spending it on ourselves, we're like, oh no, we can't do that, right? But I'm actually mm-hmm. learning. Okay, like maybe I can spend $1,000 here and invest in this, take a bet. And if I lose the money, like, no big deal, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So learning to lean back into that mode.
0: That is very true. Yeah, like, um, I guess um, because I am glad that, yeah, even though I guess my parents might not be um, too understanding, but still, my dad, even, uh, of course, people improve, change over the years, and throughout, I think, the past five years he even though in certain ways he couldn't understand what i'm doing and something but he will still try his best to support me and that's how i ran my business and i realized that yeah like investing in ourselves is actually one of the most value valuable things in the world you can say that you know investing in S&P 500 inve- investing in Tesla stocks you know the 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 <laughs> the the ROI is a lot higher but still like cuz everyone has that I don't know you, you have the creativity in, sel- uh, in yourself that is so special individual unique that you can do so many things you can provide so much value that are, that are so special that of course it is risky because you, 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 you don't have a customer for, for, for your creativity for, for the value that, that you're providing but I think that is so unique like it's like the what we call in like business called the unique value proposition that no one else can provide so, like, 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 right now I am quite l- I am glad that uh recently I got a I got a job in in Meta. So they are providing quite 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 good benefits. So I'm finally like yay! I like I have some money to be able to invest f- more in my podcast, you know, and in my videos and all that. I can finally you know put maybe put a bit money, you know, tr- testing out because like Gosh. occasionally there are people that just like message me, even though not so trustworthy like they, they they are asking like many many i uh, many people from i think from india they are asking like whether you want to seo or something but I'm like uh of course they are there from the emails and all that they don't look as professional as many other agency does but i'm like yeah if i do have the money you no know, why not you know we can just see how it goes like it doesn't have to be successful You're like 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 uh we just can see what whatever outcome it comes out and we'll get something out of it. We'll learn something out of it. It doesn't have to be like a guarantee success. Yeah, it doesn't have to grow my exactly. YouTube by like hundred subscribers. At least I know that, you know, this thing doesn't work out what he did,
2: but, and, and something that doesn't work out. Yeah. And most of life, we sort of pretend like life can be like planned. Um, it can't. We just pretend it can. Like even if you start at like um uh, software engineer at, like, a tech company. Like, they have a career path, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a 10-year career path. But, like, 99% of people don't end up doing that, <laughs> right? They they change, like, what they end up doing, what they want to do along the way.
0: Yeah, that's something, like... Because, uh, like, um, that's something I realized, I guess, a few years ago. Because uh, every time, you know, we... Uh, when we try to f- f- we, when we try to choose a university course we think about um, what we want to do in the future and then we choose the course which is actually a bit funny you know like, we're, yeah we have no idea like, what we want to do yeah, yeah actually like we're trying to we're trying to figure out you know 10, ten, ten years in the future like what do we want to do and then we try to choo- make that decision right now which is really funny now that we think back but back then it's uh, even I did it and then my, even my friends which is some uh, like I have a few friends which actually studied like bio uh, biology chemistry and then maths uh, oh, is it maths I think it was something else it's not ex- actually maths and then she went and studied computer science just because she she searched on Google and then computer science is one of the most high pi- uh, highest paying job in uh, <laughs> in the world right now so that's why she, she, she chose that and then I was like Oh like like why, why why are people doing this uh, when i think when i compare like like my dad's friend and all that i realized that actually only my dad my my dad is one of the rarer one he he actually studied uh, ACCA accounting and then he actually ended up starting his own accounting firm and something like that uh, but he's actually more of a businessman i'll say like uh, if, if uh, to be honest you know but like rarely people just end up doing what they studied for the rest of m- rest of their life that and yeah that's like very true
1: yeah, for me, actually, um, when I first thought of studying psychology, I actually thought of what I want to do in the future as well. So I thought maybe I want to become a clinical psychologist or something. So that has been my like, direction all this well. But after <coughs> I graduated, when I first uh, started looking for jobs and all, I started questioning myself if that's really what I want to do or is it just because... I have that in my mind for so long that I, I just have the ego that I don't want to just leave it. I I want to continue having it instead of just giving up. But instead, is that really something that I want to do? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's hard too, right? Um I think even things like that change over time. I think the hard thing to project is We think we want the outcome, the title, I want to be a psychologist. And something like psychologist might be like you, you might picture yourself like doing talk therapy or something or like studying things in a lab, but then you get that job and you find that like your job is mostly just like dealing with insurance or like doing paperwork, right? And then it's like, okay, what do I, what do I do with this? Um, Do I keep jumping ship? Do I keep changing careers? Certain people like me, like desperately want to feel good in relationship to their work. Um, So you keep trying, you keep moving, you keep trying. A lot of people give up. A lot of people give up in life. And like all I'm trying to convey, like with my writing and my, my book and my ideas is that like giving up is the default option and just like saying, well, what are you supposed to do? What I'm saying is like taking an alternative path might suck. It might make you uncomfortable, but it might also be worth it. I like that.
0: I like, yeah. that. I like that. That's something that's something I, 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 I try to live by right now, because uh, like, yeah, like since we're young, you know, like people just like to go for the easy path. You know, we, we try to find which, whatever that's easiest. But then, when we realize, uh, but now I actually realize that if you actually want to do something that you want, you like, you love, it's never gonna be easy. But that is the fun part because it's never easy. You fight for it, you work for it, and then you value it more, and then yeah, that's like f- something that you actually want.
2: Yeah, and it's hard. And the thing you want and you'd like for a long time might change, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, ultimately, this is what life is about. Figuring out what kind of life you want to live, what are the principles you value, and then keep orienting your life to k- try to align with that.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, I'm interested in one thing, because, uh, like, right now, are you still, like, con- uh, like frequently traveling around the world? That's it for this episode of the podcast where we discuss with Paul Millett on why don't we just be ourselves. And in the next episode, we shall continue the discussion with Paul on the people around us and how to find our people. So thanks everyone for listening and hope to see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed, do share with your friends and family and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast. If you are not using an Apple device, you can leave a review on the Apple Podcast website with the link in the show notes. If you have any feedback or thoughts which you hope that we'll discuss in the future, feel free to email them to us at hello at or alternatively, you can send us a private message on our Facebook, Instagram or Twitter with the username
2: of ingtotsport. Thanks again and see you all next week. Bye-bye.